Ultimate Guide Podcast, Episode 77. Hey, it's Kaylin Amadio, the Boomer Gal, here with another episode of Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast and a great guest for you today. I want to introduce you all to Larry Bell. He is the owner of Destination Discovery, a tour and travel company specializing in small group travel. They organize and manage tours in the United States, Western Canada, France, England, Italy, and Morocco. But Larry wasn't always a tour director. He had an interesting and eventful career in the United States Air Force before, as he puts it, these are his words, he flunked retirement. I like that, Larry. Welcome to Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. Thank you. Nice to be here with you. I am glad you have time for myself and my audience. Travel is uh, one of my favorite things to do. But before, uh, before we talk about travel, I gave people just a very, very brief overview of what you do, but I didn't tell them anything about your, your career in uh, the Air Force. Could you just elaborate a little more about yourself and how you came to be doing what it is you're doing? I'd be happy to. Uh, had a, an exciting career in the Air Force. Spent uh, 10 years in B-52s, a long, long time ago but then 20 years in intelligence. And uh, while I was in the Air Force, uh, I was sent to university for a uh, master's degree in Middle East area studies. And so spent uh, some time doing Middle East current intelligence. And you see what happened when I left? Everything (laughs) fell apart. Uh, But uh, the thing that I really enjoyed about uh, the Air Force was uh, most of the assignments I had gave me an opportunity to travel. And uh, so I got to travel through the Middle East, through Africa, uh, during Vietnam, through the Far East. And then my last duty assignment was defense attache at our embassy in Paris, which was mm. a wonderful job. Nice. Uh, and so I got to travel a good bit in Europe as well. And right. maybe that's what, that's why travel got my blood, huh? Yeah. It was part of your uh, every day. That's correct. Yeah, it it always surprises me. I live. Uh, I'm from Kansas originally. I know. I realize you don't. You don't. You and I don't know each other. So I'll tell you a little of my history. I happen to be from Kansas. That's where I was born and raised. And then I took a job in New York City when I graduated from college and moved to New York. And I still and I still live outside of New York. I met my husband and I'm still here. I've actually lived in New York longer than I lived in Kansas at this point, but. It always surprised me. Uh, I would meet people who were from Long Island, right? And I'll, I'll, I'll never get over it. It was the wife of uh, a gentleman that I worked with at the engineering firm where I had my first job. She came in for our company Christmas party, and she had never been to New York City before. I mean, it's that practically her backyard, right? She'd uh-huh. never been there and she was scared to travel right Uh so there's people like you and like me who i'll get on a plane and go anywhere because it's exciting and fun and i love that but then there are people who uh are very fearful of going any place outside of you know the language they speak or the food they like to eat or whatever their customs are it really it really maybe i don't want to think that it's not for them i think the more that we all travel 
um, the better the world becomes because you understand it, other people. Exactly. Yeah. If we could all be all be ambassadors uh, for the United States, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely, and vice versa for everyone you know coming from the, their countries of origin. Mm-hmm. So um, tra- travel is particularly exciting to me. Now, uh, I am assuming that you're a baby boomer. Is that correct? Uh, a couple of years before the baby boomers. I was born uh, just before the uh, end of the Second World War, so I got a couple of years on them, I think. Oh, I would never have guessed. I thought you, I thought you were a baby boomer just like me. <laughs> um, so I know that you do small group travel with, uh, I'm sorry, I got to look up the destination discovery. You do mm-hmm. small group travel, and I assume, you know, Baby boomers, travel is one of the things many baby boomers do. They have the disposable income to do that. Mm-hmm. Do you find that baby boomers are different in any way when they when they look to travel or while they're traveling than perhaps other generations, your generation, or, or even millennials? I think so. I, I think maybe the second world war was a defining defining point in uh, united states history we sent young men all over the world to fight the war and when they came back they had more of a knowledge of uh, other countries other languages other culture and i think they brought that back with them and so as they raised their children they had more knowledge to uh, call upon mm. and, and probably more curiosity so i think that maybe uh like I say, maybe that was a defining point in the United States history. And uh, I think that baby boomers were raised during a uh, relatively prosperous period where uh, pension plans were in effect, Social Security, uh, people saved money. And uh, and so when people came up on retirement, what did they want to do? They wanted to travel and uh, maybe satisfy their curiosity, I believe. Um I think another thing about baby boomers is that uh, if they're going out on a tour, if they're going to travel, uh, now particularly during the age of the internet, uh, they study up on where it is, where it is oh, that they want to visit. Right. It's uh, easy to do, right? It's easy to do for them, but harder to do for a tour director because you're there to provide them information. A lot of them know as much as you do when you're trying to uh, show them a good time. So. Uh, I think those are some differences. It used uh, to be that we would go to the library and check out a book or go to a bookstore oh, yeah. and, and buy, you know, a Fodor's or or somebody's, you know, big travel guide for an area, which is something yep. I still do. If I'm traveling to someplace I've never been before, I still go out and buy the, the, the travel book. Well, I always tell my guests that uh, if I tell them something that uh, and they find in their travel guide something different, it's probably because that's a misprint in the travel guide. Right, right. Uh, I think uh, it's been my experience at any rate that uh, baby boomers also now are favoring smaller groups. Uh, We've all seen, uh, if it's Tuesday, it must be Belgium. Uh, A lot of tour operators like to put 54 people on a 54-passenger bus. Yes. And it tends to not be a good experience for, uh, uh, for the guests or for me. Uh, right. small, smaller groups, easier to handle. You can get them into small boutique hotels. And if you go into a restaurant, you could uh, ask for five tables of four rather than can you seat 54 people for dinner? So, right, right. Some advantages. Uh, and I think 
the baby boomers of this uh, generation are living longer and healthier lives. And so uh, uh, two things, I think, first of all, they're not so ready to retire. But second of all, when they do retire, they're in good enough health to be able to travel and really enjoy it. Right. And, you know, and that's an important part, I guess, too. I, I hadn't thought about it, but um, they always say health is everything, right? If you have your health, then everything else gets a little easier. So that's true. If if uh, yeah. you want to travel, baby boomers do tend to take take their health very seriously. So that's good. Mm. Um, so let's give people some of your top three tips for traveling. Three tips. Uh Well, I guess uh, just following on with what we've been saying, that if, you, uh, if you're coming up on retirement or you are retired and you want something to keep your body in physical shape and your mind active, mm -hmm. other than just playing golf or fly fishing, uh, you might want to consider uh, a career in the uh, tour and travel industry. Uh, it does all that. Uh, yeah, that's a good uh, idea because it, it requires you to, you know, think outside of your normal because you're you're visiting other places you're planning your yeah that's a good idea you end up doing a and, lot of walking i imagine you know when you travel or at least uh, i do i do a lot of walking yeah. when i travel and uh you've got to know uh, what your capabilities are uh and uh if quite often if you can't handle a particular walk it's just as fine to uh, sit on the coach and watch the people go by or sit in a cafe and uh, sip a little coffee so uh, uh, I've often said, actually out of the hearing of tour operators, that I love tour directing and travel so much that I would do it for free, but I don't let them hear me say that. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that part out of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> uh, but the other tip maybe that I would have is that uh, you, none of us are the same, and we all come from different specialties and different backgrounds. And so I think sometimes people are reluctant to say, uh, I can do that. Um, but I think if you consider the places you've lived, the places you've traveled, and what your background experience is, that you probably have something that to offer that's interesting to anybody on a tour. So you might think about it at any rate. Right. Um, now, what would you consider, so those are good tips, right? We've actually mentioned a lot of tips. You mentioned more than three tips. But what do you think is one of the biggest challenges that you see baby boomers, I mean, people in general, you know, have challenges when they travel, but are there particular challenges or obstacles you see baby boomers confronted with in terms of travel? Uh, I do. Um, probably number one, maybe number one for me, too, is technology. Mm. Uh you know, I, I started uh, tour directing uh, before we had cell phones. And a good tour director will always call ahead to reconfirm restaurant reservations, hotel reservations, right. uh, timing, and so on. And uh, it used to be a real challenge because anytime we'd have a rest stop, I would be frantically searching for a payphone using my phone card and so on, uh, reconfirming. Now it's so simple. You pick up your cell phone, you tell them what time you're going to be there, make sure you got reservations there. Um, and with, uh, with uh, Siri now and GPS, you've got no more worries about controlling time or, uh, or directions. 
Right. Uh, so, so it's been a real boom for a tour director. Uh, and if you're considering the industry, you might want to consider, have you kept up with technology or, or has technology passed you by? So uh, that would be one of the problems, I would think. Okay. All right. Uh, a second problem would be uh, confidence in yourself that you can do this. You can stand up in front of a bus of 30 or 40 people and uh, keep them fascinated uh, with what it is you have to say. Um, and some people uh, don't like to travel. Uh, some people don't like the uh, the problems that come with travel, and uh, they would most likely rather be guests than a tour director. But for me, it's a real challenge. And if I can if I can do something, if I if I can give the good information, and if I can do something to uh, smooth the tour out so that they enjoy it. Uh, I, it's really a uh, feeling of satisfaction for me. Yeah. And then, uh, then finally, the the problem is uh, what we talked about before. How healthy are you? Uh, can you handle the rigors of? Uh, uh, sometimes you're uh, you spend one night night in hotels. So you got to repack and take off the next day, and so on. And uh, some of the walks or hikes uh, can be uh, not strenuous, but at least vigorous. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that might prevent some people from either tour directing or travel at all. Right, right. Now, let's say someone listening to us or or watching this interview is saying, "Yeah, you know what? I've reached the point where I would like to start traveling again." That sounds like a good idea. Or maybe they hadn't even considered that. Uh, maybe they're well traveled and they had never considered actually being a tour director themselves. I mean, that sounds like like a lot of fun, especially if you like to travel. What would you tell them to do right now today to get get started um, traveling or maybe taking it as a career path? Well, first of all, if you like to travel, why not get paid to do it? Yeah, right. Uh, uh, so that's a no-brainer. You know, I I've had people ask me, you know, you're a retired military officer, why are you doing this? I say some of the companies I work for, I stay in five-star hotels, eat in some magnificent restaurants, meet people from all over the world, see works of art, architecture, magnificent scenery, and I get paid to do it. So uh, something you might want to consider. Um, But I think that if it's something that maybe is appealing to you, you've got to determine what you want the rest of your life to be like. like I say, many people that uh, retire, they retire so they can travel. I'm doing that now. Maybe when I really, really retire, I'll stay home. Who knows? I don't um, know. You flunked retirement once already. <laughs> I, know. I don't well, know. I've got this second chance, though. <laughs> uh, uh, so I decided that I wanted to do something that uh, uh, would challenge me, would keep my mind active and so on, and allow me to study history, cultures, languages, and, and uh, I've been able to do that. Right. Um, I think uh, if you're passionate about travel and you, uh, uh, you'd you like to explore the travel industry a little bit further, I would really recommend uh, there's a school that I just happened on uh, called the International Tour Management Institute, mm. taught in San Francisco. And uh, it's quite a story how I got there. But at any rate, they, over a two-week period, including the weekend, 
they teach you how to be a tour director, a cruise host, local guide, docent. Uh, the the industry is so big. In fact, it's the biggest industry in the world if you count everybody involved in in travel. Hmm. Um, but uh, they really open up the uh, the world of travel to you. And uh, by the time you finish the course, you're a certified tour director. And then uh, the great thing about them is that they also then help you get that first job. Uh, and uh, uh, so that's that's what I would be, uh, two things. I would say uh, determine what kind of a future you want your, your life to look like. Mm-hmm. And, and second of all, uh, I would uh, certainly recommend, we call it ITMI, International Tour Management Institute. That's Great. interesting. I had, I had never heard of it. International Tour Management Institute. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, out, of San, out of San Francisco. And uh, they're well-respected in the industry. In fact, uh, there's a number of tour operators that uh, hire exclusively from their graduates. Oh. So it gives you a, a leg up when you're trying to get into the industry anyway. Right, right. Now, how can people get in touch with you and Destination Discovery? Uh they can uh, catch me on my website, uh, destinationdiscovery.com. Okay. And uh, email address is Larry Bell, L-A-R-R-Y-B-E-L-L, at destinationdiscovery.com. Or they can call me at uh, 801-245-0598. Perfect. Be and happy you- to talk I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just want to remind the audience that we always include these links. You know, I I tell my audience if they're on the treadmill, I'm very proud of them. I don't want them to stop to write this down. And they can always come back, right, to Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast and find um, this particular episode, and you'll find these links. So there's no worries if you weren't able to write it down at at the moment Mm -hmm. that Larry was telling us that information. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh. Well, those are the two ways to get a hold of me. Uh, if you're looking to get a hold of uh, International Tour Management Institute, just to check them out, see what they could do for you. They do both uh, face-to-face interviews or over-the-telephone interviews to mm-hmm. to determine whether you'd be a good fit for uh, for the role as a tour director. And uh, they're in San Francisco at 415-957-9988. Very good, very good, and and we'll uh, we'll include that too. If you're driving, you couldn't write that down. No worries, we will include that for you in the show notes. So, uh, destination discovery and Larry Bell. I have one last question for you before I'm yes. going to let you go with the rest <laughs> of your flunking retirement to go to go on <laughs> flunking your retirement some more. Um, do you have an inspirational story or or a favorite quote that you would like to leave us with? Uh I've got a favorite quote from uh, from Mark Twain, as a matter of fact. Ooh, I, got I like Mark posted. Twain. I got it posted on my wall, but he said, travel is fatal to prejudice, bigotry, and narrow-mindedness. And certainly that's the case. If you get out and travel, you meet people from around the world, it's hard to dislike them. Absolutely true. It was so funny that we were talking about that before I even knew... Uh, what your quote was going to be. It's absolutely true. The more you travel, whether it's around your own country, which as I've watched this election season, it, it seems uh, maybe we should all be 
traveling a little more. <laughs> there you yeah, everybody just travel. <laughs> yeah, through our states to get to know each other a little better, not just uh, going off to Europe and Asia and, and every place else. But, um, yeah, the more – and Mark Twain would know. He was well-traveled. The more yes. you travel, um, the harder it is to dislike people who are different than you. And let me, let me just uh, add one thing. Uh, I remember one of the tours that I had, a group of British tourists that uh, – had never been to uh, North America before, had them out on tour, and uh, they were a marvelous group, but uh, there was a, an 87-year-old fellow there. Uh, his name was Charlie. He was mustachioed, white hair, and he had the erect bearing of probably a former military officer. Uh, everybody fell in love with Charlie. Uh, we were leaving uh, Las, uh, Las Vegas going to uh, tour Hoover Dam. And we got about 10 miles out of Las Vegas. And a woman tapped me on the shoulder and she said, Larry, Charlie forgot his hearing aid. Uh-oh. So we turned around the bus, uh, the bus, went back to the hotel. And as we pulled into the parking lot, the same woman tapped me on the shoulder and said, Charlie found it. It was in his pocket. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, so I told the people, I said, well, you did such a marvelous job on our practice departure. I think this one is going to be the real thing. <laughs> well, at the end of the tour, uh, Charlie came up to me and he said, shook my hand and he said, you know, he's always wanted to see the Grand Canyon and the uh, Canadian Rockies. And because of you, I got to see them both before I die. And I thought... You know, my job is not to just get people in hotels or in restaurants to give them information over the road. My job is really to make dreams come true. So yeah. I like to look at it that way. Yeah, that I'm sure there are a lot of bucket lists in the world that include travel to various places. So you really are helping people, you know, cross those important life moments mm-hmm. off of their list that they've always wanted. Larry, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. Enjoyed it very much. I'm glad I met you. And those of you listening, this is Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast, where we bring great new guests for you to meet, like Larry Bell of Destination Discovery. And, you know, on Tuesday afternoons, we put out a new episode so that we can share all of these wonderful gold nuggets that my guests always uh, are so willing to give. Uh, and I encourage you to go visit DestinationDiscovery.com. And remember, I will post that's this information at the end of the show notes so that you don't have to worry about writing it down right now if you weren't able to. And until next time, you know that I would very much like you all to take care. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Boom, baby. That's it for now. See you next time on Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast.